Hello and welcome to another edition of the usually serviceable Hopelessly Miscast podcast here at GCT. It's been a while. I'll say a while. It's a couple weeks. We got Brian. Yep. And we have our lovely Robin today. Too. Hello. Yep. Straight out of the Banana Road fires. That's right. She's That's got right. her suit still on. So, and, you know, some kind of a beverage in hand. So, uh, yeah, it's a good time. We're going to jump right in. Uh, so, Brian, what's happening in GCT these days? Well, you know, I'm glad you asked that because uh, we're, uh, well, we opened Smoke on the Mountain yesterday. We're recording 916. It will run through the 25th of September, the weekend after we open uh, a show uh, partnering with Quark again. Um, our own Marcus Brown is in that production. It's called What Happens to Hope at the End of the Evening. Uh, after that two-week run, uh, we have a week or two off before we start uh, an inspector call. So it's a very busy oh, time yeah. for us here. Heck yeah. Non-stop fun. Non-stop. And then we get to the Christmas season where we have our student production it's of... truly non-stop. Peter and the snot star catcher. Star catcher. Uh, yeah. Snot grabber. Yeah. Followed by a special uh, production. A special production. Of, well, it's in rep. Yep. A one-man Christmas carol with our own Marcus Brown. Once again, Mar- our very own Marcus and Brown. And all Dawning. is quiet. All is calm. All, all is calm. Close enough. Yeah. All will be quiet because no one will be applauding probably. Uh, well, but it's a tough subject. It's, but it's a good show. In it's the words of my mom, who lives in Northwest Arkansas, oh, man, no. there's a lot going on at the theater in December. There she sure sent me that. Is. She sent me the text. So she read everything, and she, uh, and she was like, man, y'all got some wonderful things going on. I mean, she's looking. So. Is she going to come back for All is Calm? Um, is she going to come see it? Probably Christmas not time? in the holidays. Damn it. Okay. Well, we're trying to push tickets here. We're just not quite good enough for her Yeah, mom. apparently not. Um, well, but, I mean, her grandson, if you, if you wanted Henry to do, even hold a sign up on the side, she'd do it. Board outside, <laughs> yeah. put him out there. <laughs> she'd do it. Spinning a sign that says all is calm. Uh, yeah, they, they still give me a hard time about coming to a show in which I was the house manager in college. <laughs> <laughs> Brian got a hard time when he went back to his own college for a show. That's right. I did. Yeah. So, and yes, I badmouthed it. Well, you that's know. right. I said it. So. You did say it. Back in 2017 We have our mascot, yeah, Chip, Chip's with us here today. Barking at Robin for some reason. He only sees me every three weeks on a Friday afternoon. Take that bone. Yeah. Okay. So that's what. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so, what we're going to do today for a feature, since we have a couple of people here, it's usually Brian and I lately, yeah. we're going to play Jeopardy. <gasps> Yay. I'm just going to say, you got to raise your hand and say, you know the answer. Uh, it ties always go to Robin. So, Fair enough. Because she's Thank much you. better looking. So yeah, uh, we have five That's categories. That's not that big of a compliment, just so you know. <laughs> it is a low bar to clear. Yeah. But um, you clear it very well. Thank you. Thank so, you. Um, just barely is what he means. Are there any math questions, just in case I no know I can questions. run the board on one? No, there's okay. no math questions. Okay. There's five categories. I don't know if you want to write them down to remember, but there's the first. Here are your categories. Okay. And there's only one round. There's no final Jeopardy either. So whoever wins, and it's 100, 200, 300, 400, 500. Love so we're you. back. Um, Brian had to take a phone call. Probably another one here before we end. But the categories are Miller's Characters, Musicals Starting with M. Mm. So they all start with the letter M, not N or O. And the Ostrander goes to, <clears throat> that's a rather Bull fitting crap. category. 
And it's not going to be all theater Memphis, I can tell you that. Well, then that would be incorrect, wouldn't it? So thanks for the shout-out, Liz, at the Ostranders, but, you know, it's not going to be all theater Memphis awards. <laughs> uh, next category is ties at the Tonys. Okay. Um, and the final category is song and show matching. You need to match the song to the show. Okay. That I'm going to okay. give okay. Or okay. vice versa, okay. however you want to view it. So we'll let Robin choose the first category. <laughs> And value. What do you want? Um, I'm so gonna lose this, y'all. That's I, fine. Um, but let's go with uh, ties at the Tonys for 200. Okay, I'm gonna put a time limit on this too, since Brian has shit to do. Yeah, I gotta um, get food for our reception tonight. Because we can finish it on another pod. So ties at the Tonys for 200. These two shows won both won Best Musical in 1960, making the city. And the hills come alive with music. Brian raised first. What are the answers, Brian? What is Chicago and Sound of Music? Incorrect. Robin buzzed in. Okay, what is the Sound of Music and... Um, 40, 40, 42nd Street or whatever that one is? Negative. That is not correct either. Oh. What is the Sound of Music and Fiorello? That, that's not a musical. What? Whatever that is. <laughs> that's not a musical. <laughs> okay. That so, is for season 53. That is for nobody. Okay. Okay, uh, Robin gets to pick again. I'm going to okay, choose Robin, a different one. What do you choose? Um, Ostranders for 100. Okay, Ostranders for 100. In addition to giving a long, long speech, this lovely duo won the Lifetime Achievement Award in 2016. <sighs> I'm shocked he doesn't know right off. Oh. Robin at the tie. I'll give it um, who who are Candor and Ebb? <laughs> That's a no, Brian. You who buzzed are in. Jim and Joe Lynn Palmer. That is correct. Oh. So Brian gets a hundred. Yay! Okay. So what do you, what would you choose for your next? Ostranders for five. Oh, he's going all the way down. Mm. There's no daily double. This the distinguished and wonderful person that took home the lifetime achievement award in 2006. No idea. Wait, I'm gonna guess. Okay. Um, that who who is? You're gonna lose money on that if you don't get it right, right? That's fine. I'm gonna lose this whole thing. Who is the man that started Playoffs in the Square? Oh, that's good. Jackie Nichols. Jackie Nichols. That is not correct. Okay. Brian, do you have a guess? Nope. Okay. Who is Bill Short? Oh. Is the answer? Is he Marty's brother? <laughs> no, that's that was John Rohn's. Loving partner. Oh, so. yes. Yeah. yeah, I know him. Okay. Brian, do you still have control of the board? Uh, Miller's character is 500. Okay. Man, you're you're playing the strategy that all the Ken Jennings play. Yep. Okay. Sylvia Gelberg, Dr. Harry Hyman. Who wants to buzz? Oh, we're supposed to name the, the Miller play. You have play. to name the Miller play. Did you call, say a Hyman? Sylvia Gelberg and Dr. Harry Hyman. Don't know. Okay. Brian's mm-hmm. out. Nobody. 400 okay. Miller's characters. Uh, Broken Glass was the name of the play. Oh. So Miller's characters for 400. Janine Schultz, Skip L. Cheeseborough. Nope. Uh, no, I just, I just, Nobody? I, I just followed his relationship okay. with Marilyn. What is Blue. Resurrection Blues mm. was the name of the show. Okay. What's your next two? Ostranders choice? 400. Ostranders for 400. 
This amazing local gym took home the Putting It Together Award in 2013. Where do you even find these? Okay. <laughs> what? Who? It, who? Oh, it's a gem. Is his name Jim? It's a person. Who is Jim Scully? That is not correct. Ryan, you have a guess? No. You're really going to be upset when you hear this. Who is Brent Davis? Oh, my gosh. He's my boyfriend. <laughs> All right. Ryan, you still have control of the board, and you lead with $100. What's uh, what's some other categories again? Uh, uh, Miller's characters, musicals starting with them. Where the Ostrander goes to, ties at the Tonys, and song and show matching. Uh, let's get choose. Musicals begin with M for 500 Okay. Fi- okay. Based on when this was re- when this was released, I don't even want to think about how this 1944 Cole Porter show would go over today, even though I haven't listened to any of it nor seen a second of it. And it starts with M. No idea. You made this way too hard. The 500s are hard. That's what she so, said. Yeah, I just made that joke. That's right. Chip. No, Chip, I got nothing. Suck. What is it? What is it? Okay. Uh, what is Mexican Hayride? Horrible. Never heard of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Chips and Trolls, we're starting to hide. Okay. Brian, you still have control of the board. Because we're doing poorly. Songs matching 500. He's taking all the 500s. Yeah. I believe. Robin? That. Time is up. Brian, do you have a guess? Nope. What is Spring Awakening? Yes! I remember seeing those mm-hmm. those Ryan, people. Those Ryan, two you take people. the 500 from the ties of the Tonys? Yeah. So Ryan's got to be, what, minus 2,000 right now? She's minus 300. Hey, that I, was 500 just then. She hasn't got one right. Okay, she's minus 500. <laughs> You're clearly favoring Robin. That's I believe I was okay. the prettiest. Ties of the Tonys. Gwen Verdon and Thelma Ritter shared the best lead actress for their performances next to one another in this 1947 production. Pajama Game. What is Pajama Game? No. Uh, oh, <laughs> Do you have a guess? Was that all the clue? That was all the clue. No, I have no guess. What is New Girl in Town? Okay, never even heard of that. You're before. guessing all the 500s. You should guess the easy one. It's not even Pajama okay. Game. It's Pajama Fact. You have nine minutes left to play this round. Brian? 400 uh, Ostrangers. Okay. There, that one's gone. 300 Ostrangers. Okay. Uh, Betty Dilly and GCT took home Best Props in 2012 for this production. 2012. Oh. 2012. You're cheating. You're... She's minus 1,000. <laughs> I'm learning and a you're lot. you're at 100. Sean Connery. Twenty twelve. That would I would have been around then. Okay. Henry Any was guesses? six. No guesses. I can't think. What is the Spitfire Grill? No. Oh. Uh, would you like to guess the last Ostrander for two hundred? Sure, let's do this. Okay. This lovely lady took home best featured performer in a musical in twenty eighteen. Can we get initials? That's kind of a hint. What is... Our, you have to raise your hand. Okay, Brian? Who is Annie Frayers? That is correct. Whoa, Annie wait, Frayers. are you kidding me? Shrek? Yes. Yeah. So, oh. you have control of the board. Um, 
as usual. And Ostrander is empty now, so you can't. Uh, use Miller three hundred. Okay, Miller for three hundred. <laughs> Betty Paris, <laughs> Thomas Putnam. Come on, come on. Hey. Yep. Can uh, I just guess what is what is it? Death of a salesman. That's not right. Brian doesn't get a chance. I, he's walking around the dog. I didn't. What, what is, is the it? crucible? Oh my gosh! Come on, Matt. I should have known. Brian, you still. I'm gonna give Robin control of the board. Sure, that's fine. What do you um, want? So I, I still am looking for the math category, but there's I'm, no math. Okay, so there's no operations category. Either. So let's go with uh, shows and the songs that we sung in them. Uh, whatever's the lowest amount. A hundred. Okay. I'm not wearing underwear today. Hamilton. What is Hamilton? That is not correct. Brian, do you have a guess? No, no. What is Avenue Q? <gasps> Aww. All right, what do two, you choose for two, for two, for two. For two, okay. Old Man River. Hey, I got that one, Robin. Okay. Robin, let me do that one. It's Showboat. Isn't that what it's called? What is Showboat? Correct. Okay. What is Showboat? Mm -hmm. You got it. I got a question wrong. Thanks, B. Okay. You got it. Shows and the songs that we listen to while they're going on for four. Okay, so for 400, Anthem. I know this one quickly. Hey, I'll just guess. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Negative. Okay. Brian? Nope. What is chess? <gasps> no, answer. it's the the game of chess. Is it that part? No, it's not that song. Okay. But it is in chess, the musical. It feels like Robin's minus three thousand. She's minus thirteen hundred right now. Okay, I don't. You're think, plus three hundred. I don't think that's accurate. What would okay. you like to choose, Brian? I'll <laughs> shift back to you. You're gonna win anyway. Is there one category we haven't picked yet? Uh, no. Musical but with musicals M? with them. There's only four. There's let's, four let's left. Let's do uh, two hundred in that. Two hundred. Want to talk about boobs and baby weight? You could have seen this pretty recent. Oh, we already. Brian went up first. What is motherhood? Correct. The musical. Sorry, he beat you to that one. I'm not even gonna finish. I have directed that What's show. Next? I know, I know. Accidentally. For a week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three hundred, same category. Okay. You'll have a good thing going with this musical. Brian. What is Memphis the musical? Negative. Hey, have has Mamma Mia been an, at, uh, answered yet? <laughs> no, but you didn't say what is Mamma what Mia. What is Mamma Mia? And I wouldn't say it if I were you. No, I don't know. I don't, I, you don't know. No. What is Merrily We Roll Along? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Now, Brian, what do you want to choose? 400, same category. Okay. If you heard me tell you that Anthony <laughs> works in the grocery store saving his pennies for I got this. Work. I got this. Um, that, What is Memphis, the musical? Negative. Okay. Saving his pennies for someday, then you ought to know by now what this show is by now. No idea. What is moving out? Okay. okay. Joel. Uh, a, well, I kept thinking. That was a... Okay. I didn't know he that. He has a show called... Okay. Yep. Okay, we have a few clues left. 100 Mama, in that category. Mamma Mia wasn't an answer? It was not. Uh. This musical is certainly one you can step in time to. Step in time. I know. I'm. I'm. Oh. I know. I, know. I thought those were easy. Can you sing it real quick? I don't remember how good. Step in time. So, 
I remember seeing it at Playhouse. Oh, hey, hello, hello, oh, no. hello. I don't okay. know what it is. is it Mary Poppins? What is Mary Poppins? That's correct. Ah, yeah. Okay. Jordan, I can't believe you Jordan did. Jordan looked very happy. I didn't. I cannot believe you didn't throw in a Shapoopy reference for Music Man. Oh, there will be another Jeopardy or at, some, at some point. Now I'll have to make another one. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go with ties at the Tonys for 400. Okay. okay. 30 years prior to creating the character Madame Morrible in Wicked, Carol Shelley tied for Best Actress for her performance in this show. Dude, you, you're, these are way too hard. I'll make them easier. I just have a bachelor's degree. What is the elephant man? Okay. I mean, okay. I would expect you would you would have studied these more than me as a But that's what kid. I'm saying. Okay. I only have Song and show matching for three hundred. Get me to the church on I got time. it, I got it, me. It also starts with an M, my fair lady. That's correct. What is my fair lady? That's correct. Twice. We didn't give you double credit though. Ties at the Tonys for three hundred. In two thousand nine, Tom Kitt tied for best orchestrations. Thanks to his work on this acclaimed musical. What is next to normal? That is correct. <gasps> oh. So, good job. Ties in the Tonys for 100. In 1977, costume designer Theoni V. Aldridge tied for best costume design based in part on this iconic red dress for her show's lead. In this <gasps> oh, I know this too. Ryan? What is Hello, Dolly? Nope. Oh. For her show's lead in this production. Do you know it? 70. Hey, so I'm going to go with what is Annie. That's, That's correct. It's fine, whatever. <coughs> but hey, by the way. I was She's not Dolly. in Double Jeopardy. I was going to say hello, Dolly. Miller's characters for 200. <coughs> Miss Forsyth, Ben Lohman. <laughs> what is Death of a Salesman? Correct. Uh, okay, one last clue. Miller's characters for 100. We're not out of time. Joe Keller and Deaver. Wait, wait, wait. What's, uh, I'll guess. Okay. What is all my sons? That's correct. So Brian wins this round with 600. So What was my score? Robin will choose <laughs> on the next round with minus 1,000. <laughs> that was Jeopardy. That was single Jeopardy today. We should, call her, Jeopardy we should today. need to call her Sean Connery. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sean. I would just like to <laughs> you say. You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? <laughs> what with your dagle mustache and your greasy hair? <laughs> so, all right, so we'll move right on. Why am I picturing Daryl Hammond? <laughs> I wonder. Do it. I'm channeling my inner Daryl Hammond. So, you got a Florida report? What a shaper. <laughs> yeah. No, I George. Okay, what about dad jokes? Oh, good. Of course I have dad jokes. Come on. Robin and I'll sit here and talk about you when we leave. Yeah, that's fine. Just know that... I'm the reason there will be uh, food here this evening. Yes. And we'll be up here tomorrow night with you, so it'll get ugly. What do you call an anti-vax nanny? Wait, an anti-vax nanny? Yeah. yeah. Um, Miss Priss. Mrs. Doubtfizer. Ha <laughs> <laughs> No doubt Moderna in there. <laughs> no. That was a good one, too. Okay. So. Next up, B. My friend was kidnapped by mines. They did unspeakable things to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I think even Christina would like that one. It's doubtful. You sure? Okay, what else? I quit my job at the helium factory today. <gasps> you were just too high. Yeah. I refused to be spoken to in that tone. Yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah. Recycle. 
Yes. My bad. It's okay. It's hard to know. You gotta leave at 4.30? Is that right? Yeah. You got 10 minutes. Let's may do another feature. Okay. What's next? You One will more. never guess who I bumped into on my way to the optrician. Well, the walls or the door. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 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 okay, that's dad jokes. Thank you, dad jokes. So, let's let's. I have another feature that I want to start, and I really want you here for it too, okay. because I feel like you could add a lot of discussion. But we need more time to do all of them. I call it, it's from the Room at the Back collection. Uh, it's called Rate the Idea. So I've been thinking about some controversial ideas for theater. You can say they're here at GCT or wherever. Uh, maybe they're at the 20-time, 28-time award-winning theater in town. Not us. Um, so rate the idea on a scale of 1 to 10. You knew where I was going. So... Here's the idea. Once per show run, as we know, uh, let's say a show run is nine shows like we traditionally would do at GCT when people don't go out and catch the COVID. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like we've all done here in this room. So no, no blames. Here. Yeah. Once per show run, each actor gets to throw out one audience member from a show. One to ten. How's the idea? One. One? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, um, I give it at least a seven. If uh, an eight. One. I'm going to throw somebody out. As a but person I'm a, that I'm has an to. angry person. Yeah, the person that has to talk to the angry person that gets thrown out and deal with them. Yeah, that's a one for me. It's like being voted off the island. What do you think, Robin? No, I'm going with the one, too. Oh, would, come on. I would be I would be oh. really upset as an audience member. I mean, I remember there was when the cal- the Capitol steps. Do you remember that? that, on, that January 6th? Um, you mean well, the thing that people say no, didn't happen? The Capitol steps or the, pal- the, the... It's a politically skewed um, improv troupe, but it's really kind of sketch comedy. Okay. They came to the... Germantown Performing Arts Center. Oh, yeah. No. And I went to see them. The G-Pack? No way. <laughs> and I went to see them, and they made some anti-jokes about the Catholic Church. Um, and this man went up and started yelling in the face of just an usherette. Oh, an usherette. A very young usher. Who's probably like, I'm making... And I'm sitting right there, an hour. and it was really awkward. Even if I would have thrown him out, it made me feel awkward. That's pretty bad, but I feel like there's other people who've been in shows in this town who would say, I would rate that a 10. Well, They're, maybe it's I'm more at you, of a... Dever. They clearly don't work behind the scenes with they don't, response but, to that. They but don't, if you think but, about it, you have an actor, a producer, and a stakeholder here. That's true. So it's a, three different... You might be throwing out a big donor. Yeah, but I'm thinking about somebody who's like being obnoxious. They got their phone on, or they yeah, they're just being an ass. Right. You want to throw them out? Here's one more because Brian's got to go soon. Um, audience can vote to put one actor or musician, not just an actor, in the penalty box for bad job. <laughs> bad on you. You get two minutes in the box. I would love for that to be an idea if it was, if like it was an improv show. Absolutely an improv show. (laughs) Okay, that's the only way it works. 
works. It would absolutely work for an improv. It's bad. Hey. As bad as a performance as any actor could put on a stage, pulling that actor out and like saying you can't do anything for two minutes just means the audience has to sit and stare at a but nothing now, happening. Now, for two now Brian, think about they're something. only punishing themselves. Musicians, I know, but think about, think about now. Them. Now play that play that Come idea on. out. Musicians, but okay. No, okay. Some of them can get. I'm sorry. I respect what you do. But what if you built a show around that that premise? Okay, that is true. So what? So let's let's just think about it. We don't have time to like go through it. But what if you built a show around that premise? At therefore, at any point in time, an actor can get put in the penalty box, and the re- and the show has to carry and on with the rest out. of the cast. You're not throwing it's them out. Two two minutes in the box. It might actually be funny. Um, so that's that is a great, I think, honestly, a great corporate teaching device through theater. Thank you. Um, that is my role here. That is absolutely not a good idea for actually running a show. <laughs> I in corporate America, I have thought of many times I put somebody in the penalty box, and not for two. They go a double minor or a five for fighting and a game misconduct. No, I, um, look, I, 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 I'm, but you, you set up a, so you set up a scene, five people, and then you pull a person out. Let's pretend, you know, whatever reason, and then the four people have to still deliver Go the on. same product. It's a great corporate exercise because it happens all the time in the corporate world. Yes. Well, and why? And, and again, that's our retirement job, Brian. Yeah. We're going to teach, and yeah. Paul, we're going to teach like, corporate. Yes. We will. It's like, yes, one oh, day. Sam has decided to retire, or Sam decided he wants to stay home with his dogs and his uh, wife and his kids and can't get to the office anymore. I can think of some shows I've seen recently that I would put somebody in the penalty box. But again, so you yeah. You need to go to the box for two minutes. Um, and I'm not but, just talking about actors. Musicians sometimes need to go to the box. Yeah, sure. But I mean, again... But you're being, I mean, you're thinking too much about people's feelings. I'm not thinking about, I'm thinking about the product the audience has to watch. The or audience here. pulling people and being like, oh, let the show will be better without, no, it's not. It's not. It's not going to be better if you're pulling someone out and forcing well, the actors to try to cover for them. An actor, I could see that. A musician who's got like a clearly out of tune instrument or is clearly not playing what is written. If they're because in, they haven't practiced it, sure. If they could see that okay. being better, sure. If in the pit, yeah, that's great. But if you know that, you, you know, okay, I get you. I, I, hey, I get it. These are off the wall ideas for in a, a in, a, in, a, in a, uh, a full orchestra. Sure, pull a musician. If it's a show that the pianist is the only person playing, you cannot. Ab- you absolutely. How I don't care how bad they're playing, you can't pull that person out. Well, then the actors get screwed up too. Yeah, it's so. yeah. I, I get it. This is why they're off the wall ideas on the pod. Yeah. So fair enough. So we'll Brian, you get first crack at closing rants. Or hands. You got three minutes. I'm so Two sick. Minutes. I'm so sick of COVID. <laughs> yes. And rescheduling. Um, I know. We have not had a clean run of any show here since Clue, which uh, ran from October fifteenth through thirtieth last year. I'm just sick and tired yeah. of Rearranging schedules and moving people in their seats that they've already purchased and no eleven one, effing yeah. months ago, and that was only because we were in a trough. Yeah, it, it's I'm, I'm over it. I'm so tired of it. Um, F this shit. Does it, it make you want 
to so we're all getting it now because all the limitations have been have yeah you know I just had a a friend and actually a a husband of someone that performs here frequently um, he went he was in Europe for a business trip and he spent the last five days just in his in his a hotel room because he got a horrible that battle sucks. of it but yeah. you but he. Still didn't have to test on the way home. He didn't know he had it till he got back to the States. Right. Yep. Um, it's just everywhere. But had, and I guess had we gotten it all 12 months ago or maybe 13 months ago, we'd be further along. But I guess the risk was people were still dying a year ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, I mean, it's like we expected after a few months of it, it's the new flu. Yeah. It's, we're going to be getting boosters every year or not. Um, and we're all going to catch it at some point. And it's going to live in our bodies. And we're going to fight we're gonna, it off. Yeah, we're going to have to deal with it. And eventually we're going to get to the point of, oh, we have a cast of Brian, Robin, and Paul. Robin has the flu. She has COVID. Okay, Brian and I will have to proceed. And we'll get a replacement, or she's just going to perform through it. Yeah, my son performed through with flu. That's what we talked about yesterday. We said for a few minutes, what's going to happen when some... All right, I got to go. Yep, he's got to go. We're going to keep talking. Um, I'll keep it running. Are you getting... Where are you getting food at? Benelli's? Benelli's, yeah. It's yummos. Love that stuff. Bye, B. We'll see you you tomorrow. Um, So the idea of... (laughs) Chip is always ready with a Brian a is bit. doing the physical comedy we'll watch on the here. podcast. I'll be here until you get back. Okay. You're going to be back by five, right? Okay, he's got to take the dog, so never mind. The dog can go I'll see you all tomorrow um, night. Yeah, exactly. But smoke on the mountain. I'm just going to close that thought with... Brian and I talked for a few minutes yesterday about there's going to be a point when us or some theater in town says, okay, somebody has COVID in the cast, but they're going to perform through it in a mask. And then a few years down the road or months, whatever it is. We're not even telling anybody. Yeah, they're, they've got COVID and they're going to perform without a mask. And that's it. This is the new norm, people. This is what everybody had to deal with and the Spanish flu. It's, which is what we deal with now. Any one of us could catch the flu, a new strain of it. And you're not going to know. You're just going to know you're sick. Right. You, because they could say, well, it just feels like I have a sinus infection. Because I get those a lot. And it could be, oh, well, I have a sinus infection. Did you test for COVID? No, I did not. I did not test for COVID, and I did not test for flu, um, but I performed through it. Well, I I also, I don't want to have to test for the flu. I don't want to have to test because it is all money, because no one is paying me money to test for the flu. Right. COVID tests, I got all my free, here's the other thing. I got all my free government tests. But the but the only, we kept getting false when I had COVID it was false positive false positive then I ran out of the government test then I went and got my te- a, a fresh test at CVS and all of a sudden it was accurate so again it's it's more money that the American um, worker is having to spend 
Because no one is going to give them free flu tests. Right. Because they're waiting on the government to take care of it. So yeah. it's And this is, you know, I mean. Well, the, again, um, we don't need to test for the flu unless we're sick and we need medicine. And that's within within the next two to five years, we will stop testing for COVID. I agree. That's my prediction. That is probably not a hot take, but it's a lukewarm take because it, we know we're getting to the point of yearly boosters, who the people who want to take it, and we're going to be at the point of, do you want to test for it? Eh. You know, maybe. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. So we're still, I think, a year or two away from, at least from that, but it's going to happen. This is our new flu for our generations well, from, baby, it, from boomers all the way up to Gen Z. It's, and and I, I work a job, number one, I'm salaried. Number two, if I need to do it from home, I can. Yep. Uh, number three, if I am sick and I cannot work, I have job security. Right. What bothers me about the testing now, two years down the road, three years down the road almost, is people that work jobs that don't get paid when they don't work or like this theater does not make money when it can't do a show. Right. Um, like the worker that can't phone it in but has to take a mandatory two-week no pay. Um, that's That can be catastrophic. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, you know, it... It's all of us adjusting to what the new norm is going to look like. And I think you and I can definitely speak to, from corporate America perspective, there's, even if there's not the right mechanisms all in place, it's equipped to deal with it. Now, do leadership, do members of leadership deal with that the right way? Eh, not always. But that said... They're better equipped to deal with it because, I mean, even back to, as an example, back to uh, SARS, when that came up in 2010, 2011, yeah. my boss at the time, probably more forward thinking than I would have been, said, we need a pandemic survey. And so we built one into our, wow, B- into our business continuity plan, or BCP, as you probably heard it. Um so, because in my current job, nobody heard the term BCP, and I'm like, you don't know what that means? Come on. Yeah. Um, so I had to write the BCP for operations. And putting a pandemic plan meant I had to reach out to every supervisor and team lead in operations and say, find out what school people's kids go to, find out when they can work from home, how long could they work from home, if we gave them a company-approved laptop, could they do it indefinitely? All that stuff. And it was enlightening from that regard. I remembered back to that when 2020 happened and we hit COVID. Um, did it answer every question? No, because there's no way to anticipate every question. But it at least made me think about it way before that. And I think that a lot of companies have are have to have had to already think that way. Civic organizations, social organizations, not so much. So 
something like the theater here, how do you put on a production in the midst of a pandemic or even if we're classifying, classifying it as endemic? Probably not, but you got to figure it out one way or another. Yeah, I mean, there's still lots of places that didn't survive the blip, right? I mean, it's yeah. like COVID was the Marvel Universe blip. <laughs> right. It was. Um, it was the blip for a lot of restaurants, a lot of service industries, yep. um, and or companies that were just starting out. So, I yeah, you definitely don't want another blip anytime no. soon. Which is brings me to my rant. Okay, bring your rant. Um, Sorry. Which is we did narrowly uh, void a blip in the U.S.'s and therefore global supply chain uh, by a tentative rail agreement being met by the, the railroads last night. And just for our listeners, in case they're curious, uh, the railroad unions in the United States, despite the fact there's 12 of them, they all collectively bargained together. And 10 out of the 12 unions had reached an agreement prior to this week, but then the oh, no. one that had all the drivers, the engineers, the people that go... Woo, woo. Said hell no. Um, hadn't reached an agreement. So that was the biggest concern. It was like, hey, well, what do you do with the other 10 unions that do have an agreement? Well, you can't still drive the trains. Right. So um, anyway, we avoided a major blip um, by, you know, obviously government intervention and a lot of pressure. And, you know, the railroads, obviously, uh, labor and management coming together. But that would have been a big blip. I been, agree. Been a big blast. Yes. So yeah, I I hear you. That would have would have impacted everyone. It would be like if uh, you know semi truck drivers went on strike. Um, if we had one collective driver union in this this, Ooh. you know how I feel about truck drivers. Yep. I appreciate them. They keep things going. Um, just a, a, I, I'm gonna misquote it. But had the railroad strike happened, let's say, it, and all of a sudden you were like, hey, well, don't ship anything rail, just ship it all to truck. I believe we would have needed an additional 80,000 drivers a day, truck drivers. I believe it. So uh, anyway, the supply chain works for you, and uh, let's keep it going. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis' character and there, there Will Be Blood. It's like, you know, oh, you don't own the railroads? Yes. Of course you do. Of course you do. So, yeah. Um, I love that movie because it's all about how American industry, you know, took over America. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and you you even look at some of the 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 supply chain mag before supply chain was a term, which was really from the sixties and seventies. But if you look at the people that had the greatest wealth in this company in this country, rather, of course, we all think about Standard Oil. Right, yep. you think about those energy in the Rockefeller, for example. Yep. But the other magnates, the Carnegies, um, they were all in in steel and then in transportation. Right. Um, and they actually bailed our country out of a. They used to have enough wealth concentrated that in the early. 1900s, they all got together and bailed us out of a financial crisis. That kind of wealth doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think a lot of people think it does, but yeah, because they see things like too big to fail. Well, the one, yeah, well, that was a great 
Well, there, it's not concentrated in one family anymore. Like too big to fail was, you know, there are financial institutions and 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 publicly traded companies that have that concentration of the, wealth. But uh, you and I know they're at the they're at the end of the stream. Right, but there's no J.P. Morgan anymore that can write a personal check. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, no, it's uh yes, very good. And Brian left us, so that's a Come good Come see a smoke on the mountain. Yes. Come see it. Uh, it'll be on for this weekend. And our featured drink is? Remember, it's, it's called Church Punch. Yes, Church it, Punch. It's Spike It's called something Church else punch. at first, but it changed names. So um, I'll say it's my... It's called Hazel Brought the Flask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which if my name's Hazel, I'm always Hazel. Um, so tomorrow night, which this will go up after that, I'm sure... I will have brought. I will be Hazel tomorrow night. So and Robin will be Finnegan. Yes. So we will and all. Robin will be bartending. And her lovely husband and I, and all three of us. Hopefully, Brian, will be having a good time. Yeah, generous so, pours. Tips yes, welcome. exactly. Um. So my rant. I'll make it quick. Um. My rant is as usual about people. So I don't. I mean, I'll say that I feel like I, I've always felt like I know more about uh, technology about than most people in my family. I know how to set up a in the day the old days a DVD player, a smart TV, something like that, a computer. I really got to the point in my life where I'm really upset with the idea that family members treat me like their own private IT department. I wouldn't want to call the Geek Squad myself, but don't call me when you're, you've done an update to your phone because the iPhone told you to do it, and then it comes up with the, you know, hello, hola, you know, auf Wiedersehen. The phone needs to update, and you need to click OK five times in a row. Stop calling me with that. It's not that hard. Figure it out on your own so you can do it on your own. That's all I'll say. It's just fear. But I you guess. know that. Is it fear? Well, my Or is mom, it just the laziness? Well, I can't figure it out. Like, my mom sent a thing in all caps and with exclamation points today, which is, my Facebook <laughs> Messenger is not working. Don't know how to fix it, exclamation, exclamation. My husband took a deep breath. Whichever one is close, whichever one it is, close the application or website, then completely turn off device and reboot. Wait a few seconds and then start again. Thanks, it fixed. I mean, it's you know people that have watched the IT crowd. It's a British you know sitcom yeah. on Netflix. It's on other channels, I'm sure, but they joke about have you tried turning it off and turning it on again. That literally does fix half of the errors with a computer or a device. Um, so they're not saying that just out of jest. They're saying that because it does fix a lot of errors. That said, it's it gets annoying when people call me with in my family about, hey, I don't know what to do with... It says click OK to move forward. OK? Click OK. Why are you not clicking OK? 
I've literally had people do that to me. And it's, I get it. You're afraid. Just but click it. What's the worst that can happen? What's also funny, though, is, like, if it wasn't family, like, I have one of my work friends, Patrick, and he and I have worked together for 19 years. And he knows when I get a new work cell phone or a new something happens, I just hand it to him. And he's like, you know, that's why it, it, people do. It's like work wife, work husband, right? Yeah. And he just knows. That's I'll do that role. for you if you need to. Thank you. <laughs> Let's do that. You can always be my work husband. I mean, you and I have had drinks together. You know, it's, yeah, I'll do it. I'll just give you. For you, I'm fine. It's it's, it's like when the, it's family. I yeah, know, I, I know. I get the great uncle who texts me and said, hey, so your mom told me that you know how these DVD players work. When it says HMDI, where do you plug that cable? I'm like, first Whatever of all, fits. it's not HMDI. It's HDMI. And secondly, why don't you look where, yes, where it fits. Where it fits. Just shove it because in. Because the two ends on the cable are the exact same. Why don't you just plug it into the TV where it says HDMI 1 and try that. That's my take. So, yes. Any last thoughts? Oh, come see Smoke on the Mouse. Yes, come see that. Come see the Cork Show. And have a safe... Which, I forgot the name. Come see Inspector Calls after that. Well, we'll have another podcast. Yes, we will. Then. We'll have Double Jeopardy. We've had that. I think I'm going to lose. Can there be well, some math questions? I'll throw something in there Please that's do. geared to you. Algebra yeah. or geometry. Thank you. Something that Brian doesn't know. That's correct. Yeah, so we'll do that, and we will... See you at Smoke. We'll see you at the Court Show. We'll see you at an Inspector Calls. Yes. Peace out. Yes. Love you. Bye. So you're the infamous boss of this shit Katana gang, huh? <laughs>